The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So SpI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. SpI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. We say good morning to uh, Chris Richmond. We have not seen Chris in a while. We talk about his days with the fire department when we broadcast a couple times down there from uh, station house number one. He is involved with moving Pillsbury forward. Uh, when did you start on this? Were you when? How long ago? And were you still with the fire department when you became involved with the Pillsbury thing? I was still at the fire department uh, when I became involved. Actually, my involvement started in late 2014 when uh, when the previous owners do what they call tripping a building. Uh, one weekend, uh, they, they brought a building down all in one big chunk and created a big dust cloud, and it created uh, quite a to-do in the neighborhood. Um, turns out that dust cloud had some asbestos in it. They hadn't remediated the building, and that led to uh, all of the uh, the actions by the Illinois EPA and U.S. EPA. Chris, Craig, you don't live in that neighborhood. No, I don't. Okay, so why, what interested you about this project in a neighborhood where – you don't necessarily have skin in the game. I'm not, I think it's marvelous. I think you're very commendable that you're helping other people, but you don't have a direct interest. Sure. For me, it's twofold. Right. You know, initially I started as a public safety official here in Springfield as our city fire marshal. And I was tasked with taking the lead for the city of Springfield on interacting with the community and making sure they understood uh, the hazardous situation that was going on over there at Pillsbury. So that's how I initially engaged it. But but uh, the twofold, the other side of that is my father actually worked at Pillsbury Mills okay. uh, the entire time I was growing up, 1970, 1991, when they sold the Cargill. So uh, I had some familiarity there, um, you know, personal connection. How many people do you have involved working with you on this uh, project called Moving Pillsbury Forward? Right. So I'd, I've largely been working with about a a core group of a dozen folks for the last year, year and a half. We started originally about two and a half years ago as a working group, formed up in 2020 as a, a 501c3 not-for-profit, and we've continued to chug along and work through all the legal entanglements uh, that, that, that surrounded the Pillsbury Project. And here we are. This month, we, we actually broke things loose, took ownership. It's... Uh, transitioning on to the next phase you, you bought the property for a dollar i believe am i right i guess right. again walk me through what took so long to get to this place where you finally own the property right this is one where uh, the legal entanglements it was in uh was in mobidonia's court for for over seven years so uh legal entanglements involved p mills llc and their principal managers uh, that company actually dissolved uh, six years ago, making it a little bit complicated. The IEPA had an injunction on the site since the uh, asbestos cloud incident. And uh, it became bogged down again, too, with the U.S. EPA when they came in and did a $3 million cleanup at the site back in 2017. So we had to work with the, the U.S. EPA uh, to re- relieve their hold on the site. We had to work through the court process here in Sangamon County Courts. We had to work with Illinois EPA and the Attorney General's Office, who, of course, is the uh, attorney for the, the state of Illinois. So we, we had all of those entities involved, and we had to coordinate with the uh, Sangamon County and with the city of Springfield, who also has a stake in this. 
So uh, we've brought all the players to the table. Uh, we've added in uh, several of the, the local community groups, including the Springfield Sangman Growth Alliance, who's generally, gen- generously come in as a partner. And uh, all along, we've worked with the Pillsbury Neighborhood Association, the NAACP, and the Sierra Club. Uh, every, everyone is a stakeholder, community stakeholder. Do you have any money? We do. We've had uh, generous okay. donors, so we've raised tens of thousands of dollars. So we have a relatively healthy bank account at this point. Now it will depend on, I don't know if any governmental taxing bodies are going to participate. They may. I have no idea. You'd know better than that. But then you're going to depend on some grants, I presume. Tell me about that. That's right. That's right. We're moving ahead this month. We're transitioning into hiring a, an environmental contractor. And within six months, we'll have results from that phase two environmental site assessment. And after that assessment's done, we'll have a roadmap for what it's going to take to remediate and demolish the the site so that it can be cleared for redevelopment. So in about six months, we'll be applying for state and federal grants. Our timing couldn't be better with the uh, federal infrastructure plan that came through last fall through D.C., uh, there's about 10 times more money than your average cycle for these kinds of projects. So we're really optimistic that we can actually get this done. How many times have you personally been in the building? I have personally never been in the building. Okay. Uh, has anybody you know, what did, what are they telling you? Have you talked to anybody that's been in the building? Right. Uh there hasn't legally been anyone in the buildings for over five years now. Are there, in fact, people staying there homeless and things like that? I don't know Not that. Things for, like that, I For a fact, I know there is common trespass at the site. Okay. And we've worked with the Springfield Police Department for the last week or so. We put up the, their mobile camera. Uh, we've seen things calm down quite a bit in the last week. We sort of put folks on notice that this is off limits. I, the ultimate plan is to level the entire property. Is that correct? It is. That's that's the ultimate plan. The ultimate not going to salvage, save any building whatsoever. You think it's they're they're not worth they're beyond saving. Okay, uh, it was displayed last week at our press conference. We thought we had a dry garage, and <laughs> I can vouch. And, and uh, <laughs> we invited folks to come in, and it started raining, and the then next thing you know, the roof's leaking like a sieve. So. Right. Really, there twenty years of deterioration there. There, there really, and partial demolition. There is nothing worth saving on that site. What do the neighbors say now? I mean, they've got to be appreciative. I'm sure they are, and so is the entire community. Of, um, I guess they're going to eventually say, "What took so long?" Had you your group not stepped to the plate, it may still be languishing. I, I hear it from folks throughout the community all the time. Chris, that thing's going to be there when I'm dead and gone uh-huh. years from now. And, uh, you know, that that was a common common thinking around the community. And I, I, I don't deny that that still is. Um, this is our window of opportunity. It really is. Uh, right now, we've got federal support, federal financing coming through that can give us a great chance uh, we broke through the legal entanglements. The log jam is broke free there. We now have ownership of the site. We can take control and work on those safety and security issues for the neighborhood and the folks immediately nearby. And we can get this 18 acres back on the tax rolls and into production for the community. Is there any way you can predict? Hey, people always want end dates, end dates, end dates. We did it with railroad relocation, and now you know we know it's 2025. 
if things work as you plan, when will that thing be leveled and ready for some development? Right. We're looking at three to five years. So really, really? We're, we're targeting okay. 2025. Okay. 2025 is the target that we're all looking at to have this thing leveled. That's when uh, the railroad, the 10th Street Corridor uh, portion's finished. That's when the you know the building with IE that houses IEPA currently um, goes through and, sure. and it gets demolished and turned into rail bed and and the overpass on North Grand takes place. So we're trying to coordinate this with all of the major infrastructure changes that are taking place in that corner of town currently. So 2025 is our date. Greg, I know you were at the press conference uh, last week. Uh, what do you have? Uh, what were your observations? And a question or two for, for Chris Rich. Well, I think Chris, obviously, want, uh, uh, we, we agree, and we saw it firsthand, that the buildings need to come down. What I'm curious is I know that not only did uh, you see and have experience with some people who were on the grounds that weren't supposed to, I guess there were even some people might have been there for salvaging purposes, too. So there's some of that that's kind of going on. And you don't want them on the property. Right, right. That's what we want to make clear to the community is, you know, this is a dangerous place. Um, there's a lot of open windows, pitfalls, uh, scrap metal laying around. It's a dangerous place to be. Um, we have spent time this this first two weeks in ownership and working with Springfield Police Department and mending holes and fences and making it, more difficult for trespassers to get inside. We, we understand it's an attractive nuisance, and uh, we're doing everything we can right now to, to tamp that down. And I, I know you're going through a study right now, but do you have any even ballpark idea of what the total cost might come to? I mean, have you kind of set this little target number, at least in the back of your we, mind? We do. We've, we've had uh, demolition experts on site. We've had environmental experts on site. We're looking at a ballpark of eight to twelve million dollars for total project to to wipe that eighteen acres clean and give it a a full restart. Uh, Chris, based on what you know, what were the previous owner or owners? What were their plans? Were they just going to salvage it and sell the material and then let the rest rust away or whatever? Right. Their their plans were were active salvage. They were urban mining. They were getting all the metal out of it. They had uh, contracted with some folks to buy some of the heavy timbers that are on the site okay. uh, that have since rotted in the last eight years. And uh, they were scrapping out different elements of the site and selling it off piece by piece. It's hard to know what their long play ever was going to be with it other than leaving large piles of rubble on the 18-acre site and then abandoning it. I, I drive down 19th Street a lot. What about the tracks that are there? Are they still functioning at all? The tracks in the rail, rod, yeah. rail yard just yeah. to the east, yes. it, it's, a, it's a functioning rail yard. It is a functioning yep. rail yard. Yep. Now, the tracks that come directly into the plant, yes. most of those have been removed at this okay. point. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Thanks for the update. A lot of people wondering, is there a website? Are you going people going to keep people up to date on what's going on? Absolutely. That's where, where I direct people most of the time these days. Just go to PillsburyProject.org. You can find all the information we have about the site. And uh, and we'll be posting new information all the time about our public meeting that's coming up later this month at Anchor High School. If somebody wants to donate a million or two, you'd be glad to take be it. Be glad to take <laughs> it. We're, we're ready to accept donations. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it.
Thanks. Congratulations what you're doing for the community, and especially for the north side. That's that's special out there, and I know the people out there in the neighborhood and all over Springfield could appreciate what you folks are doing, and I'm sure we, we are a skeptical town, but as long as you tell me three to five years, I'm going to hold you to it. That's what we're <laughs> aiming for. We're we're gonna we're gonna go for it. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.